Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the Amazon Alexa as a skill. Um, today we're joined very kindly by Alan Green. Uh, good morning, Alan. Thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, John. How are you? Yes, very well, thank you. How about how about yourself? How are you coping in this current lockdown situation? Well, uh, we're coping. I mean, uh, we're very fortunate. We live in a great spot uh, on the south coast between uh, between Eastbourne and Brighton, a place called Seaford. And uh, at the moment, the weather is fantastic. So we're dog walking and just, um, yeah, we're just enjoying life in this lovely part of the world. But uh, clearly, it is um, it is restrictive. But uh, thankfully, uh, everything we do is digital and online anyway. So really, what I do has not yet been interrupted. But um of course, we are seeing some dramatic swings in the market, aren't we? We are. We are today, Alan. So, I mean, we did speak earlier on this morning when there had been a very strong rally overnight on the back of this stimulus mm. from the United States. That seems to have faded to some extent. But, in, I mean, in terms of that stimulus there, do you think that's really the catalyst that markets were looking for as the, the real big economic stimulus to, to support uh, the economy going forward? Or do you still think that you can throw as much money as you want at this situation, but there's no guessing around the, the fact that we're going to be going into a recessionary environment due to the restrictions that you know a, a large proportion of the world is, is actually under at the moment? Well, that, that's a very good question. And I, th- I think uh, if we go back to the credit crunch, the lessons that we'll learn there with the stimulus packages that were provided, uh, I think uh, the markets realised then that um, if governments pump enough money in, they can support the market. So it it is a way forward. But the nature of this crisis is so all-encompassing, as you rightly said just now. It's um, a lockdown on every aspect of of our, our everyday lives. And in fact, we're so locked down. Um, we're now seeing uh, the canals of Venice, for example, completely clear, dolphins swimming through them. Um, a colleague of mine who has a family lived near, who lived near the Dartford Bridge um, have remarked on the incredible air quality there because the traffic simply isn't going over the bridge and going through the, through the tunnel anymore. So you can just see what an impact this is having. And it, for the planet, it's probably a good thing. But of course, for the economy, it's not. And I think to go back to your question, yeah, so the, the US government put a $2 trillion package together. Obviously, Rishi Sunak and Boris have provided um, a fantastic support package for the UK economy. We're still waiting to hear the final um, outcome of, of the support for self-employed. But um, but the, 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 the issue in all of this is still coronavirus. And I think the jump yesterday and probably um, the... The, the, the jump yesterday was probably more inspired by the fact that the UK government here had acted. Um, so given the way it's playing out in other countries, it's now become a finite crisis rather than an infinite crisis, which uh, it probably seemed um, seven days, 10 days ago. Um, uh, I mean, that's that, that's really my take on it. And I think once we have more certainty, once we see um, evidence that this is being brought under control um, and that the isolation and the lockdown is working um, and replicated in, in other countries. And of course, the US is expected to be very badly hit. I think we will see we will see things improve. Um, we will see the market start to return to normal. 
Exactly. I mean, there is, I mean, already there has started to be some signs of positivity um, from Italy. Obviously, it's terrible what's what's been happening there, but they are starting to see a slowdown in the number of cases that are being reported. So one would hope that uh, the action that, that Boris has taken uh, would reduce the, the spread here in the UK and, and uh, in China, they've um, actually begun to reduce some of those lockdown and, and let people go back out into uh, the, the normal economic situation. So it's going to be interesting to see whether there is a second wave there. But certainly in some parts of the world, there are the first signs of us turning a corner. I think that's really been reflected in the markets over the last two days. Um, yeah. and then, you know, there's a number of stocks that uh, that you mentioned to me before we started mm. uh, re- recording, and that, and uh, we've uh, we've been discussing Shell, um, a huge move yesterday, and um, they were they were down beneath, well beneath ten pounds at uh, at one point last week, but a very strong rally there in the oil majors. But there's a there's a smaller um, a company that you're looking at, which is actually quite exciting, operating here in the UK in i3 energy if you got a little bit more about that to alan yeah for sure uh, um just quickly to pick up on your comment there about shell i mean this morning and this is typical of a bear market you get these sharp movements i mean the footsie's moved it moved up to 5600 then it's come back again shell bounced up to over 14 pounds a share it's now back to 12 pounds 12 pounds 60 a share. So we're just getting these incredible movements at the moment, which is indicative of, of where the markets are. But yeah, um, Shell has paid a dividend every year since the Second World War. So that's a, a great stock. And, um, you know, I have been, as I think I said last week, scaling in two companies like Shell. Also, have, I've also picked up Aviva and Legal and General, which are two great uh, financial institutions. And of course, um, insurance is, is something that uh, is the bedrock of uh, any society will be needed going forward. Great dividend pairs as well, so I have scaled into them. But back to oil, um, i3 Energy. Um, now, this is a company that uh, I have traded in and traded out of at various stages over the past couple of years. Um, they have two fields in the North Sea. It was bought to, came to market in 2000, 2017. Um Two fields, the, the Liberator field and the Serenity field in the North Sea, both of which are adjacent to the Blake field, which is already producing. So um, as a, an oil prospect like this, it was more or less a plug and play solution. Now, people might be listening going, well, why the hell are you talking about oil at the moment? Um, I, I mean, the fact is that regardless of the moves towards electric vehicles and all the rest of it, we will still need oil going forward. And this is... This th- th- there there are two prospects here um, which were drilled last year. The Liberator prospect um, was a little more complex and uh, th- than the company had initially thought. And although there is there's a vast reserve there, it's going to be a little more difficult to access that. However, the Serenity um, the Serenity uh, 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 well um, has 197 million barrels of oil uh, storage, SCOIP, storage oil, uh, ready to go. Um, And it announced uh, last week that it struck a deal with Dolphin Drilling uh, to start drilling on uh, an appraisal well at Serenity on the 1st of September. Um, Dolphin is is receiving fees for this through uh, a 10% interest in in the field. Um, The net present value... um, 
as the as the uh, as the project stands currently means that they can break even uh, drilling this on tw- on uh, if oil is down to twenty dollars a barrel. So clearly, this is one that's going to be governed by the oil price. But if there's any upward movement again in the oil, then small oilers like this are really going to come to the fore. And I mean, currently we've got a we have a minute market cap. Um, uh, the, the the share price has been as high as 30, 40, 50 p over, over the past year. In fact, um, in, in the year before it hit a high of one pound twenty five, and of course here we are currently at just at, just on five p. So um, obviously with risk, you know, it's a small oil company like this, but the upside is there. And um, you know, the uh, Majid Shafiq, the the CEO, said that the deal con- contributes significantly, or is a con- is a significant opponent for the funding solution for um, the uh, the Serenity field going forward. And, of course, the Liberator field is still in there too, so they, they may well find that if they can drill Serenity and uh, drill a successful appraisal well, then they may well get the funding to go on and, and complete Liberator too. So, yeah, it, it's a small oil play. Um, might be contrarian at this current moment in time, but, you know, I do see real potential there. Interesting. Thank you very much, Alan. So there's one that I just want to highlight as well. Um, there's, a, there's a video that we put out on the UK Investor Magazine uh, website last week, and that's one that's um, in a slightly different area. Um, it's in the uh, more renewable side of things, and that's a company called Ectech. And within the notes of this um, podcast, we're going to put a link through to that video. And that's a waste to energy um, a company that's very much um, on the up in terms of expanding its operations throughout Europe. Um, so do watch that video um, that will be put on uh, the notes if you're looking at the Apple um, iTunes or it will be on the UK Investor Magazine uh, website. Uh, and there was one other sort that we have covered before. Uh, which is very much at the forefront of providing um, some treatments and and insights really into this coronavirus, and that's Open Orphan. Mm. How has that sort of been developing over the last time that we we spoke? It's been very widely covered, and um, you know it is of great interest at this point. What what are the recent developments from them? Okay, so Open Orphan, uh, to, to to summarize uh, what the company do, they are a they're a, a, a company that provide uh, it's a consolidation platform for um, orphan drugs. These are rare drugs that are expensive to develop. But um, when the uh, last year they put out a statement saying that in two thousand eighteen, over fifty percent of all the new US FDA approved drugs were orphan drugs. Um, and they have developed a, a, a service that um, basically consolidates a lot of these smaller companies working with these drugs. Uh, um, it's a fragmented but high margin sector, and they're basically bringing a consolidation vehicle together to pull all these companies together. They have a virtual rep platform, which enables, enables the companies to engage with uh, key opinion leaders um, in, 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 uh, in the pharmaceutical industry and also physicians. They've got a database of well over 4,000 and a health data platform, which is where they collect data about uh, from individuals. And um, it's they they are working towards becoming a leading broker of 
rare disease patient data. So, so that was the that was the basis for the model. Um, they they RTO'd um, out of Venn Life Sciences last summer. Um, Cattle Friel, the uh, the chairman there, is heavily invested through his own investment vehicle. And um, at the beginning of the year, the company uh, um, the company took over and merged with HVivo. Um, and uh, there was an all share takeover, and also the company raised a further five million after that, which Calfrill uh, was uh, was also heavily involved in too. So the company is currently worth um, uh, about thirty seven million pounds. Um, but the uh, HV has been all over the news recently, as has its founder, Professor John Oxford, for um, for uh, the reason that we know all too well, which, of course, is coronavirus. Um, and as part of their activities into virology, HVivo have a quarantine centre at Queen Mary's Hospital in London, uh, which is currently being used um, um, by the government and the health service to uh, as, as a quarantine centre where they are where patients are, uh, or, or um, I suppose subjects are paid a set amount of money, given a mild version of the coronavirus, um, and they are they're basically uh, watched and monitored. And from this process, they uh, a vaccine will will will, uh, will of course be developed. But um, it's made an awful lot of headlines. Professor John Oxford has been all over the media, the BBC, Sky, and so on, talking about the, the process and how they can work towards it, and. Um, I think there was a note published a little while ago. Uh, the, the company is very cash rich currently. Uh, at this valuation, um, it trades on less than one time sales and on a price earnings ratio of five, which is very low for the sector. I should also say that aside from the HVivo uh, work they're doing, they have multiple contracts with some of the giant pharmaceutical companies. Ipsen Pharma is, is one such example. Um, and uh, they also have the Flu V vaccine, uh, which is which they're developing to universal solution uh, and vaccine for all types of flu, uh, because of course flu flu mutates and and so on. So so th- the company really has a very broad spectrum and broad offering. And at this current valuation at the moment, given the work they're doing, um, the, uh, the 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 uh, the uh, the, the fund manager that basically uh, did some analysis on the company reckons the shares are worth easily 10p, probably more, and currently trading just under 7p. So there's still some upside there. But clearly, you know, as we go forward, there may well be more involvement so, uh, uh, with Open Orphan and HVivo with the uh, with finding a cure for uh, coronavirus. Okay, so an interesting one, and one that does provide some some hope in this um, particularly tough time. That we're seeing in the uh, in the economy. Very much. So, yeah, Alan, thank you very much for uh, for joining us again uh, on the UK Investor Magazine podcast. So, uh, just as a reminder, there's there's a video in the notes um, of this podcast um, about a waste energy uh, company that's doing some interesting work. And Alan, thank you for uh, for joining us. I'm sure you'll be back again soon. Pleasure, Jonathan. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll sp- we'll speak uh, in the next week or so. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you.